Hey, everybody. Professor here. Before we get started with today's show, we want to tell you about our friends at Pick a Jam. Pick a Jam is an interactive music card game that lets you be the DJ. Say you're sitting around with your friends at a kickback, at a party, or even in the car on a road trip, and you want to play some music to really get the conversation and, and, and get things moving between you and your buddies or your family. Nothing like Pick a Jam to get that started. What you do is you pick a card. You look at the card, you read what's on the card, and you play a song associated with what the card tells you to say. So let, let's look at the card real quick. It says, you never get tired of. So this would be a song that I would never get tired of. And a song that I never get tired of is Shawn Michaels' theme song, because I think I'm cute and I know I'm sexy. But there's so many different songs, entrance themes that would go along with the prompts on the card, which is why Pick a Jam is one of my favorite games to play with my friends and my family. So if you go to the link tree in my bio, on my social medias and all of that stuff, if you go there and you click, you go to pickajam.com, right? You put in the promo code be great, you'll get 10% off your purchase and free shipping. And we're basically giving it away at that point, man. It is a great game. It's awesome to play with your friends and family. Pick a jam is an official sponsor of the pay window with Profit Sloan, and we urge you to go and check them out. Now enjoy the show. Rule of thumb in podcasting, kids. Never take a bike bite of bacon before you start your cash. I apologize, but I'm already eating the bacon, so why not? A little ASMR for the beginning of the podcast. We watch Lounge Us versus the Royal Family from Sapphire Series 1994. You're welcome, Earth. This stuff's in my blood, folks. Welcome to your pay window. I am the Professor Nick Harrison here in the palatial estate. The only one I have, by the way. Uh, we appreciate y'all for coming on, listening to us for the pay window with Profit Slump, presented by Pick a Champ. Boy, do we have a barn burner for you tonight. A, good, a match so good, our guest didn't even show up. That's how good this match is. Pick the match and was like, y'all have it. But, you know, this Lakers fan. So uh, they lost uh, game one of the the Western Conference Finals tonight. So uh, we hope he's recovering right now. And hopefully he can come back on. This is our boy Keys. Hopefully Keys can come back on at some point. We'd love to have him. Always good to have the homies on. But, uh, hey, we're going to have a good pod tonight. Going to have a lot of fun. We appreciate y'all for joining us on this wonderful occasion. Uh, we, um, a lot is going on this past week. Last time you may have heard us talking with Josiah about like Instagram followers and all that stuff. Mine have jumped up quite a bit. Real fun. Uh, I still have not had Whataburger yet uh, in the time since we like had, well, that was like two weeks ago. I think. No, that was last week. And then Josiah was two weeks ago. Man, we've had some really good podcasts lately. If you haven't heard our latest pods, make sure you go back, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and go and listen to them. We got some really cool stuff coming up with the podcast. We got a wish list of guests that we're going to try to get to that Sloan has and I have as well that we're going to try to get all those folks on during the summer and watch some amazing 
in air quotes amazing matches uh, that a lot of you uh, hopefully will enjoy. Like tonight, the uh, classic match from Survivor Series 1994. Now, if you remember in 94, that was around the time where Diesel and Shawn Michaels were having their tiff. Uh, they were just now breaking up as a tag team. As a matter of fact, at this very event, Shawn Michaels told the world that they were disbanding the tag team and vacating the tag team championships at this event between he and Big Daddy Cool Diesel, which led to a match between the both of them uh, for the title, I want to say at WrestleMania, uh, the following year, because right after this, Diesel defeated Bob Backlund, who defeated Bret Hart at this event, uh, making him submit uh, for the title. I may be making all of this up. I don't think I am, though. I think this is real. This is a true thing. Uh, the internet does not lie. So, so, but there, but I did uh, we I did watch a little bit of this. And first of all, I want to say that this one was in San Antonio, Texas. Shout out to my boy Cam. Uh, the Spurs just now getting the number one pick in the draft tonight. Uh, Victor Wimbayama telling them to get ready. But, you know, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Uh, but I think that he is uh, going to be a great NBA player. But this event wasn't all that great. Uh, they did have, I will say, they did have some really cool matches. There was a casket match between The Undertaker and Yokozuna, uh, which was pretty good. And it, it, it was entertaining. It's an entertaining Survivor Series. I would say go back and watch it. Maybe we'll go one day we'll do an episode where we go back and watch the whole thing. It was entertaining, uh, to say the least. Uh, they did have a good number of Survivor Series matches. This was back when the actual traditional five-on-five Survivor Series matches, four-on-four, uh, five-on-five, were actually prevalent. This, you know, they did. That's what the majority of the event was instead of having, like, one or two traditional Survivor Series matches and having a bunch of, like, one-on-ones. I, you know, I wish that we would go back to more of the traditional five-on-fives because that was a lot of fun. It's a part of our youth when Survivor Series was really, you know, about being the lone survivor. And, you know, here lately, it's not it's, now it's brand versus brand, which they'll be back to this year since uh, Raw and SmackDown really do have two separate uh, rosters. So mm-hmm. we're looking forward to that. Now, all of that spiel out of the way to bring in my tag team partner. Uh, who, if you're watching this right now, has on his uh, his his uh, court board. I think that's what they're called. Uh, I, I'm the professor, so I should know this. Uh, but he has his hat on. Uh, he just graduated. Uh, Sucio Sloan 217, a boy Sloan. Uh, congratulations to you, sir. And uh, happy graduation to you. Thank you. I graduated. Uh, summa come drunky. Uh, you know, top of my class in drinking. You didn't graduate top of your class from Cornell? Nope. No, not from Cornell, from alcoholism. Yeah. Uh, Which is a lot yeah. of that made from corn. So. True. 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 But no, graduated last weekend, had a huge graduation party, hung out with my family. Uh, my uncle went to the hospital. It's not a party until somebody goes to either the hospital or jail in my family. Of course. And my uncle went. Party started at six. My uncle was being loaded into the uh, ambulance by six forty-five. That's how you get down, man. That's and how. He was, and he was back at the party by nine fifteen. That's that's beautiful. Drinking yet again. <laughs> so wait, the ambulance came to pick him up, and he was back in three hours. How, how do you? How does that work? 
Like, how do you get discharged from the hospital that quickly? Did he sneak out? Did he, like, pull the IVs out of his arm? He probably did because when he came, excuse me, when he came back to the party, I was behind the bar making myself a drink. And he walks in and he looks me dead in my eyes and says, nephew, let me get that drink. So I hand it to him and... As I hand it to him, he takes it with his left arm, well, with his left hand. And I see that he has a Band-Aid on his left arm. And it's blood pouring out of the Band-Aid. The Band-Aid was just there for show. And he turns it up all the way back. And it was a big solo, red solo cup full of Jameson. And um, what was that, Jameson and ginger ale. He drank my entire drink and just looked at me. And my mom walks in and she was like, boy, was he drinking alcohol? I was like, a lot of it. Okay. He took my drink. So let me say, first and foremost, Jameson and Ginger Ale, excellent drink. From what I've heard. What I've been Jameson and Ginger is great. Jameson and Ginger beer, great. As from, again, from what I've been told, as we all know, the professor doesn't drink. But, two, he definitely snuck out of the hospital. That's not. This, this, this is not a discussion. He snuck out of the hospital. This is not. So yeah, I just know he just showed back up, That's and he sad. didn't sneak out because he had discharge papers. That's love. That's love. It's love right there. To get yourself discharged from the hospital, even though you're pouring blood, and then show up and immediately start drinking. Chicago. Woo. So that's are are you okay? No, I saw somebody outside my house. Oh, okay. No, you can't, can't have that. You know, the ring went off and the wife is downstairs by herself, so can't have that. If you gotta run down and do your thing, this podcast will go on. I will just talk to myself. Yeah, hey, it happens. It happens. You'll just hear the gunshots. Just you know, boom, pew. take that off. Ah. All right. So, yes, we... people, yes, people, I'm bald. Yes, he is. You know, my my influence is finally paying off. Ah. Uh, eventually, he will stop with the filth, flaw and flaw and filth. That's not gonna happen. Then, then, you know, then he'll really be. You know, um, you know, God, God is working on me. He's not done yet. You know, he, he one day he will officially be a Nick Harrison guy. We're, we're, we're working on it. Working on it. Me and God in, in Congress working on it. Mm-hmm. So before we get into uh, this match, which one of the greatest matches of all time, uh, we are going to play Pick a Jam. Pick a Jam, the uh, interactive music card game that lets the cards be the DJ. Uh, but it's but they have brand new decks. D-E-C-K-S Sloan, because I know you. Dex. Brand new Dex. Uh, this one is the artist edition. This is artist specific, meaning that, you know, this isn't about the songs. It's about the artist uh, that uh, sing the songs. So you pick a card and you pick an artist that goes along with the card and then you can pick whatever song of theirs that you want. So let's go ahead and pick a card right now. Oh, I just, I'm not doing this one again. We just did this one on live. Ah, ooh. Female R&B. Sloan, give me a female R&B artist. In Vogue. Ooh, you picked 
group, and I like it. I like it a lot. I like a little in vogue. What makes it you, you pick in vogue real quickly? What's that about? You, you a big in vogue fan? Uh, Dawn from in vogue, her daughter went to um middle school grammar school with me, really? so I've always been in love with them since I was a little kid, and I love Dawn, so it's just so so easy to think of them. Of course, I bet it was. What's it gonna be? Cause I can't pretend. Don't you wanna be more than just friends? Don't know time we tell you no. Don't let go. You got the right to lose control. Don't let go. And the type of entertainment that you get right here on the pay window with Province Song. Um, that'll end up on Instagram tomorrow. So yeah, the I would pick Anita Baker. Oh, uh, another one, great one. My mom was a big Anita Baker fan. We would listen to Anita Baker in the house all the time. And Anita Baker, she uh I live not too far from New Orleans. I know you're in New Orleans. Uh Anita Baker, I want to say, has a concert in New Orleans this summer at the Smoothie mm. King Center. If it hasn't happened already. So yeah, I need a baker, man. Gotta love some need a baker. Caught up in the rapture. <laughs> Gotta love some need a baker. Uh, I love I love Anita Baker and I wish Anita Baker and Jasmine Sullivan would do a song together. You just want babies to be made. Jasmine oh, Sullivan and her. Oh, Gotta love, gotta, love some her. gotta love some her, man. Like mm. that song she did. I forget the name of the guy that she did the song with. The uh, uh but if you love me, won't you say something? This is a great song, mm. great one. Daniel Caesar. Wanna see how beautiful you are? Yep. yep. Don't make faces like that when I sing my songs. You, you, you. Best part. Yes, you're the best part. Ooh. Yep. Yeah, I Her and Daniel Caesar. Caesar. I had forgotten about that song. An ex-girlfriend introduced it to me years ago, and uh, that's why I forgot about it because I forgot about her. Uh, just like people forgot about Dre, but nowadays everybody want to talk like they got something to say. But it comes out when they move to shit about generation. Everybody talk like they forgot about Dre. I know the show is getting good. But we want to take a quick time out to tell you about our friends at Pick a Jam. So Pick a Jam is this interactive music card game that lets you be the DJ. You know, it's sometimes when I'm hanging out with my family, family or when I'm chilling with Sloan, it's hard for us to figure out who's going to get control of the stereo, who's going to get control of the music. So we'll pull out a deck of Pick a Jam. Pick a Jam right here. All right. So what you do is you take a card. And then, depending on what's on the card, you play a song that's associated with the prompt. Let's pick a card right now. And it said, with a number in the title. Wow. That is, uh, uh, you know, I, what I would think of, Big E's theme song, three and enough, man, I need five. Now, we, uh, he doesn't use it anymore, but it's still one of my favorite interest themes ever. And I still play it all the time. And I think it's still available on streaming services. So... Things like that are, are what really get the conversation started and you tell stories that go along with it. And I just 
kind of told a story right there about how I used to love that theme song and you listen to it all the time still now. And that's how conversations get started. That's how fun gets started between you and your family and friends. And it's all because of Pick a Jam. So if you go to the link in my bios and all of my social medias and stuff in that link tree is a link to the Pick a Jam website or you could just go to Pick a Jam dot com you go there you order your deck and if you or if you use the promo code be great all one word you get 10 percent off of your purchase you really can't beat that at all so make sure you go check out our friends at pick a jam an official sponsor of the pay window with profit sloan now let's get back to the show uh so now that we play pick a jam and uh we've gotten through our uh our vocal stylings let's go ahead and get into this match <sighs> It was a little match. I, I. So we, so you know, a little inside baseball. Before we press record, I was talking about this match and watching this match and said, you know, this should be a short podcast. We're not going to talk about this much. And immediately, I regretted because it's again, it was not intentional for me to say that, but I regretted it immediately because I instantly thought of the WLC match. Uh, that we talked about all those many moons ago with uh, Cameron Hawkins from The Ringer, uh, our boy Seahawk, and it just it it, it gave me a, a queasy feeling. Um, you know, speaking of queasy, there's a a little person in this match named Queasy. Uh, it was the royal family versus Clowns Are Us. Uh, now Sloan, I have just to divulge. Did you watch it? Yes, I did. And uh, most of it watched me. (laughs) I understand that. Uh, But it's... uh, God. Um, It was... Who's the guy? Doink. Doink the Clown and Jerry the King Lawler. Uh, going mono a mono. Well, no, my, not mono a mono because you you do the duolingo. You know this is a mono a mono. It was uh, a traditional Survivor Series match. Survivor Series matches. Doink, Dink, Wink, and Tink. I think didn't mean to rhyme that last part against the royal family of Jerry Lawler, Queasy, Cheesy, and Sleazy. Th- this is this is a real thing. That happened at Survivor Series 1994. And the first 10 minutes of this match pretty much was just clowning from both sides, not just from the guys who were dressed up like clowns. It it was ridiculous. It was a ridiculous match from the opening bell. You have, you know, Jerry Lawler having a Burger King crown put on his head, uh, coming out immediately saying, if I hear any of those Burger King chants, then I'm gonna go crazy, and of course they immediately—that's the cheap heat. Burger King, Burger King. Eat, I swear, man. So I'm—I'm I'm gonna—I'm gonna put it to you like this. I'm gonna ask two questions. One, Jerry the King Lawler. We know he's a Hall of Famer, right? Mm-hmm. Hall of Famer. What do we think of his wrestling career in the WWE? Now I know he's the King of Memphis. Uh, we just had Andy Richter. Not Andy Richter, uh, Andy Kaufman going into the WWE Hall of Fame. And uh, he had a lot to do with Jerry the King Lawler. And so well, what do we think of his wrestling career in the WWE? What, what, what are what are our thoughts on that? As the 
the AEW World Heavyweight Champion likes to say. Uh, it was mid. Nothing spectacular. It was just running the mill average. That's that's you know, I tell you, he was just another guy. Because in Memphis again, his career before the WWE is legendary. He is well known throughout you know Tennessee and the Southern states, uh, even outside of that, for his career in the professional wrestling business in the ring for what he was able to do. I remember watching Jerry the King Lawler when I was a kid. Uh, uh, in on when they showed wrestling on ESPN, and uh, he was wrestling against guys like the Patriot and all these dudes, and he would pull out the the screwdriver and he was doing that stuff, and uh, like gouging dudes like heads and eyes out, uh, or allegedly doing that, even though there was no blood to be found during these matches. But it's like he really established himself there and then came into the WWE and for lack of a better term because of this match it was a clown show like mm-hmm. legit he he it was all like comedic effect now when he actually got to the booth and became you know the king that we all know for a good bit of his career he was the guy like him and JR him and McMahon, whoever he was on the mic with, he show he he really shown he shown, mm-hmm. uh, and he's gonna be known more for that than he was for his career in the ring, and at least as far as the WWE is concerned, because again, all the stuff he did before WWE is considered legendary by a lot of people. So we we look at it that way when it comes to his career in the ring now. Let's move over to the other side. Doink the Clown. Was the gimmick good or bad? It was over, so I guess it was good. That's the debate that I've had with people before. Like, was was Doink the Clown really necessary? Uh, no. I mean, was he necessary? No. But did it, did it work? Yes. It did work. It worked. I mean, it worked for... A good bit when he was like the fun clown, you know, as the evil clown. It was just scary because there are legit. I one of my best friends in the world is a dude, a guy. He is deathly afraid of clowns. Like this is a real thing of people who are horrified by clowns. By and it's because of it. It's not just because of it, but just some people just don't like clowns. Like, some people are just afraid of clowns. Of just unreasonably afraid of clowns. It's it, it's bad. So it's like the evil clown thing might have scared some kids back when they were doing it. When he became, like, a good clown, like a fun clown, like a happy clown, yeah, it's super over. People loved it. Like, at Survivor Series, he was clearly... The guy that they loved and like he was so oh and so was the rest of that team uh when they were pulling off their little shenanigans they did like a, a quadruple crisscross I think that's what gorilla called it uh, little shenanigans they're, they're... you know what I meant mm. not what I meant I'm not going there it was pint-sized not... fun 
not what I meant. It's not. That's not what we're doing here. It's not. It's not. It's what you're doing. It's what you're doing. You. You, sir. I'm here for a short time, not a long time. Here we go. Can you give me just a little bit of the core here? Oh, God. I got a small amount. No! It's minute. This is just the worst. So, this match was legit short. No pun intended. Uh, Not a lot going on. We end with Jerry the King Lawler getting the win over Doink. uh, Pulling the tights. Rolling them up for the one, two, three. Uh, it was this, this was not a great match. It was a filler match if you watch the uh program. It was a filler match because the match before was the uh tag match with Sean, uh, Diesel. Who was in that? Um, Jeff Jarrett for some reason. Yeah. And uh, Owen Hart and Jim the Anvil Nyhart. I was like, that's a weird team. Because how yeah. does Owen get along with a dude that hates his brother? Like, it was just crazy. Like, it was uh, Razor Ramon, 123 Kid, British Bulldog, and the Head Shrinkers, uh, Sion and Fatu, uh, who we all know uh, as the great, big, the big quiche was in this match. Uh, versus the Teamsters. The Teamsters. Right. It was Diesel, Shawn Michaels, Jeff Jarrett, Owen Hart, and Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Uh, which they all ended up like it was it ended up being just Razor Ramon left on his team against basically the entire other team. Uh they were trying to eliminate Razor Ramon. Uh he gets hit with the jackknife power bomb. Uh, Diesel goes to cover him. Sean stops him. Is like, let me super kick him. Ramon moves out of the way. He super kicks Diesel. Diesel is like super upset because that's how he ended up losing the Intercontinental Championship at SummerSlam. So they get into a big argument. They go outside of the ring. Everybody's trying. Everybody on their team is trying to calm him down. The referee counts everybody out, which is impossible in a match of this kind. Let's. Keep that in mind. This makes no sense. None. Counts everybody out. Razor Ramon is a lone survivor. How? How? Time time constraints, bucko. It's not going to work for me, brother. Shout out to Sheeta. That was amazing. If you didn't watch her on, uh, what was that? Hey, EW. That was amazing. Reading the paper. That's not going to work for me, brother. Amazing. Sheeta, I love you. Come on the pod, Sheeta. If AEW lets you. That's a story for another day. Uh, So, yeah. So, they end up eliminating Doink first. So Jerry Lawler's team was going to win anyway because Lawler can only be in the ring with Doink. He can't be in the ring with any of the other guys. So at some point, 
like it's going to get to the to where it's like Lawler's team is going to win anyway. But they continue on with it, and Lawler finds a way to cheat everybody, help everybody on his team cheat to win. So they end up cleaning out the other team. The queasy, cheesy, and sleazy celebrate the win after the match is over. Lawler gets like starts berating them for taking the credit for winning the match. And then Dink, Wink, Tink, Pink, Stink, whatever their names are, all come back to the, just whatever. Whatever. Fink. Howard Finkel was there. Uh, they end up coming back into the ring and everybody beats down Jerry Lawler. All the little people beating down Jerry the King Lawler. And if he hits them back, it's a hate crime. <clears throat> That's true. That is true. That's, that, that is not a falsification of the truth. This is the true thing that uh, if he hits them back, then it's just it's curtains. Curtains, I tell you. <sighs> so this match happened. It was an ex- a thing that existed. Uh, and I... I'm sorry if you go. No, I'm not. Go back and watch this match and then come back and listen to us talk about it because we had to watch it. So now you need to watch it. It was, it was a, it, this was the time. What was your favorite part of the match, sir? When it ended. Uh, I knew you were going to say that. It was over. My favorite part of the match was when it was over. I, I, my favorite part was the sequence of when the little people were covering Jerry. And he kicked out and he threw the little person into Doink. And Doink caught him, set him down. Another little person came, caught him, set him down. Third little person came over there, caught him, set him down. But when they did it in reverse and Jerry's little guys was covering Doink, he'd kick out, Jerry would catch him and fling the little guy around. Fling him to the ground. That was way too big, and I ended up pinning him right backwards with one of them because he couldn't. That was the best. That was the best part for me outside of it going off. This is what is happening. Look, if I was Keys, I wouldn't have showed up to this any either. I I agree. I agree. You know, you choose this match. The Lakers lose. You ain't gonna be in a good mood on this podcast. It's probably drunk and dealing with all his kids. Kids, who wants to deal with those? Not me. Ah, who does? I got three of them. Yeah, I, I got two, and I'm, I'm trying to return them to Cinder. You're cooling on those two. Like you're like, you know, I, I, you know, I used to like y'all, but now I don't. Yeah, know. yeah. It used to be great bond with them, and then they got older, and then it was like, oh, oh my god, why did I? Why did I not? Raise them until they're five and then send them into the wild like Lord of the Flies. Well, they're six and eight, so I did it. <laughs> I did it. You made it. Congratulations to you. So let's so we're gonna do crowns, uh paper crowns, Burger King crowns, uh for this one. Uh how many crowns would you give this match, Sloan? I give it one crown, and that's just being nice. That's generous. 
And that's only because I like to drink crown, and I'm going to have one crown right after this. Well, see, now that you said that, uh, I would give them like a crown in honor of our friend Fam, as we know he is a big fan of crown. But like point one stars, Mm. I I just can't. Because I remember when you told me, you were like, "This is the Master Keys pick." What was my response? Do you remember? Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. No. This is not no. No. Hey, you wanted, you said they could pick any match, good or bad. Uh, I got to change that policy because this is just, this is terrible. Oh, he <laughs> had a good one, too. His other, his backup matches is one I'm sure we're going to run into. Oh, God. I don't even want to know. Tell me oh. how. Tell me how. Tell me oh. how. It's the one everybody hates in Saudi. Uh, oh, God. Yep, that one. Then Keys can never come back on the show. Uh, no, he just, sorry, Keys, you're banned. You're banned. Uh, so what you got to plug, my man? Uh, my, I'm plugging my my TikTok. It's doing well. Uh, we did that, that live that day on uh, Instagram. Got me a bunch of followers. I'm up to almost 700 followers now. Um, you know, I'm, I'm plugging my new podcast. Uh, it's a one-man show. It's called Educated and Inebriated. Um, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, I might do that, but... Um, I thought that was a real thing. I was about to applaud you on that. I was like, oh my I, God. I That's I a great idea. <laughs> uh yeah so uh be on the lookout for we actually are doing another pod uh sucio sports uh you know me ahan uh our former guest from last week jermaine and we just talked sports you know just out here brother talking sports you know drink drink water wash your butt mind your business speak up speak out don't let anybody else silence you uh, yeah, Sucio Sloan 217 on all things. Uh, Tuesdays is Coffee with Rev. Wednesday is, I don't know what I do on Wednesdays. Uh, probably another pod. Thursdays is uh, Coffee with Rev. This this beautiful pod, excuse me. Tuesdays is the Sucio Boys. Um, yeah, we got to have you on the live, the, uh, the studio version of Coffee with Rev. Of course. So we can talk about all the gloriousness of you just climbing the Instagram uh, follower charts. And then the, 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 the NBC television show, you know, all of those things. Nick Harrison, the professor, Nick Harrison, is on the way, guys. There we He's go. He's on the way to superstardom. You guys don't even know. Cut him off. Don't even, it's going to be, it's going to be one of those one, one of those times I'm going to be like, I remember when just, just, Nick Harrison and I had a, a pay window podcast, but now he's he's too big for us now. That's not a true thing at all. Uh, so plugs real quick before we get out of here. Of course, all social media platforms, Mr. Professor 318. Uh, they're doing well. Instagram is climbing high, real high. And to it's, the moon. Hey, man. Shout out to that guy. Um, just, uh, yeah, Instagram is doing really well. Um, thank you for all of the support. You guys are awesome. 
Uh, it keeps climbing and getting bigger, and I'm truly thankful. Which, there you go. Uh, we're getting the twit uh, ramping up. Uh, that's Mr. Professor 318 as well. So make sure you check that out. The YouTube channel. You go to the link tree in my bio. You can get that. Uh, all of the socials are up there in the link tree. So make sure you go and get those. Uh, the We Rock Together tees are there. We're, we're getting men's tanks in time for summer and hats as well. Uh, so make sure you go to the store uh, to get the uh, the merch as it is. The merch is merchant right now and we appreciate the support on that as well hot wheels ultimate challenge debuts may 30th on nbc uh saw the ads tonight during nxt i didn't watch raw enough yesterday to see whether or not they had ads during raw as well but they definitely had ads for the show during nxt tonight which was amazing and uh, i'm very proud of that to uh you know there's a you know to watch a show that i usually watch and see uh ads for a show that i'm going to be on during that is just super surreal and wah, 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 that's my air home so we thank you all for your support uh we appreciate it and uh keep on doing your thing man um if nobody's told you today you are loved you're appreciated you're important you're more than enough exactly as you are and always remember to be great thank you so much for joining us for another exciting edition of the pay window and we will see you next time. Thank you, everybody.